Kislam. Your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. And they say cigarettes aren't addictive. We saw it hard, so you don't have to. And they say cigarettes aren't addictive. (laughs) That was terrible. I'm sorry. been posting uh the these pictures of this uh baseball mascot named dino uh-huh it's like this big dinosaur it kind of looks like this sinclair dinosaur it's a long neck it's not a three horn you know dude have we talked about how hilarious it is that the sinclair logo is a dinosaur <laughs> yeah, we haven't but it's pretty it's great so funny <laughs> every time i see it i like crack up <laughs> i don't even think that ever occurred to me until right now <laughs> What what is Sinclair? It's a gas it's a company. Gas station. So, yeah. yeah, so it's like fossil fuels. Yeah. And their, oh yikes! Their logo is a dinosaur. <laughs> huh? It's I love it. It's pretty great. <laughs> that is interesting. But anyways, this mascot has like a little window for the guy to see through. Uh-huh. But it ends up being right like in the middle of the dinosaur's neck, so it just looks like the dinosaur had a tracheotomy. <laughs> Is it the NC Dinos, the one of the the Korean team? Maybe I thought it was like a an American AAA team or something like mm. that, but it probably was because it's this guy. I think it's it was someone on Twitter, so it might have been like Adam Amin or some other uh, announcer. Mm. Have you been? I haven't watched it. I didn't even know that was. Happening. Oh, it is from the KBO. Yeah, so I uh, I was watching YouTube TV, which gives you like the channel, so it's like cable, whatever, but. I, I fell asleep with it on to brag. and when I came back it was pl- I woke up at like 2 a.m. and it was playing Korean baseball and I was like whoa what is like, this what did I what kind of drugs did I take I had no idea that that was like <laughs> that was happening again but it was because it's like the only league in the world apparently that's doing anything yes do they but have what do the crowds look like there's no one there it's just an empty stadium oh, that's they literally put up eerie. pictures of fans no Yes, they did. I was watching it, Phil. There was no one in the I stands. I don't care. That'd be like the crowds in, <laughs> it was in just, like older. I mean, they may they may at some games, but this game that I was watching was just like an empty stadium full of blue seats. And <laughs> they were like talking about sports like sports video games where they cut to the crowd. Yeah, where it's like and the you same can see like the people. same person in eight different spots, you know. <laughs> yeah. And if they show it in 3D, it'll like cut around them and they're just flat like cardboard cutouts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when you hit a foul ball it like goes yeah. over them <laughs> and they're two-dimensional characters um yeah it's weird but they're like yeah the players are like not wearing masks on the field but when they're in the clubhouse everyone's wearing masks and stuff it was interesting it was cool though i was watching a game of get of the the kia tigers versus the samsung lions that's awesome and then there's the NC Dinos. I don't know who, but apparently they're like the best one. But that is, I think, what you were talking about. Probably so. Up. Which is probably why it's like a thing now, because yeah, exactly. everyone's going to be obsessed with this league. <laughs> yeah, because it's the only thing. Yeah, it's the only thing we have. It's cool though. I mean, the league they were they were good. It, they're not obviously not as good as like MLB teams, but 
I think it's like MLB, Japanese League, KBO. <laughs> yeah. Korea is like the, the China of basketball, but for baseball. <laughs> I've heard that said before. Because <laughs> it's like NBA, Europe, China. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Jimmer plays. Yeah. Or if it's hockey, then it's like the NHL, KHL, Finland. So you were talking about, uh, you were talking about uh, the 60 Cycle Hum doing an album review of uh-huh. REM. It's not Monster, is it? Uh, I think it was Automatic for the People. Automatic for the People, yeah. yeah. And uh, Night Swimming. So the very first gig. So the first band I was ever in is called the Dukes of Funk because our keyboard player, his last name was Funk. Oh, nice. And uh, and it was an awesome band. And we said, like, hey, we should start jamming sometime. And the guitarist in the band, or I should say the other guitarist, I guess, <laughs> came in and was like, oh, yeah, I talked to my uncle. He owns his diner down on Main Street. And so he, I set up a gig for us to go play there in a week or two. And he wants us to he wants us to play for like an hour. And we didn't have any songs at the time. And uh, so we put together an hour-long gig and played in this diner to a crowd of mostly just our parents of the people in the band, you know? And then, uh, there was an art gallery next door that was having an art showing. And they told us they came over multiple times to tell us to turn our music down, which is nice. (laughs) And, uh, so night swimming is one of the songs we played. Nice. Pretty rocking. That's a good, it's a good song to start off your rock band. with. (laughs) We also played missing the war. By Ben Folds Five. Do you remember that song? I don't think I know that song. I'm missing the war. Ba, 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 ba. No, that does not sound familiar. It's very high singing. Uh-huh. As is Night Swimming, honestly. And man, my voice was just thrashed by the end of it. But it was the weirdest, like, we're like crammed into this tiny little diner that had like 10 tables total, you know. And basically like screaming in people's faces because they're sitting two feet away from us. Uh-huh. It's basically how Phil's band, <laughs> quote-unquote band, probably feels, right? Quote-unquote. Don't say, don't say quote-unquote band. <laughs> I mean, it's a duo. It's a terror duo. Yeah. It's a band. It's a dual terror. Can... <laughs> Are Kid and Play a band? Uh, that's well, probably they don't not play the instruments. <laughs> Probably not the best example you could have come up with. Are Millie Vanilli a band? A group that doesn't play any instruments or anything. Are Millie Vanilli a band, Phil? Yeah. Definitely. Uh, they also don't play. They don't even sing. <laughs> Are Criss Cross a band? They don't play any instruments. Is Christopher Cross a band? Uh, Are the Black Keys a band? Yes. Oh. Are the White Stripes a band? Yes. That's that's actually Jesus. a pretty good analogy considering it's just okay, two people. I'm winning here. It's a guitarist and a drummer. A band? Yeah, so is the Black Keys. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. 
but you. Who are the Black Keys? The Black Keys? Oh, I was thinking of the Black Crows. The Blackies. Whoa. Are you thinking of the Black Yikes. Eyed Peas? No, I actually... I've I've had, like, this hatred of the Black Crows since I was in high school, and we went to... Yeah, dude. Like, right after I graduated, uh, we went to New York for a choir trip. Can I tell you something? <laughs> right uh, after you graduated, you were not in high school. I know. <laughs> But uh, we went to David Letterman, and right then it was it was really soon after um, the Weezer Green album came out, which uh-huh. whatever it was you know it's a disappointing album. Yeah, you got your hash pipe, it's fine. But they were, uh you got your big cheese. Uh, yeah. Oh, I got. They were in pipe. New York, and they were really hyping up the musical act. So we went to David Letterman, and we knew Weezer was in New York. And they were oh, really no. hyping up the musical act, and we were so, <laughs> I was like freaking Certain out because we were going to see Weezer, and then it was the freaking Black Crows, which like, oh, I, I, I was thinking of Counting Crows when you were talking about Black Crows. Oh my god! Oh, I mean, high school me would have been pretty stoked to see Counting Crows. It's I'll been be a long December, and I reason to believe Black Crows. All I remember is they did a cover of that one song. Something, something, something now. Mess around. Now, yes, I am. But how did that song go? Now, mess around. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, because Mama, I'm sure how to handle now. Yes, I am. Oh, no. I actually do know what song you're know. talking about. Oh, are we losing our minds? Hey, little thing, want to lie mechanicals? Mama, I'm sure how to handle now. Yes, I am. Okay. Hey, little thing. It's not mess that. around. It's yes, sir, am. Yes, sir, am. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know the lyrics to that song, Aaron. Well, Wait, please. Ridiculous what are the lyrics? Song. It's hey, little thing, won't you light my candle? Because mama, I'm sure hard to handle. Now, yes, sir, am. What? Yes, sir, am. In my bow. mind, it was hey, little thing, let me light your candle. Oh, uh, it might be. Because mama, I'm sure the show hell now mess around <laughs> hey little you know, thing hey little thing want you light my candle cause mama I'm a shahad to handle now yes I ram bow, bow, bow. I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> hey, hey little thing, thing let, let me light, light your candle, candle yeah you're mama, right I'm shahad the hell now mess around <laughs> right pretty sure that's what it is yeah so rubbernecks huh apparently uh but that's an old, that's an Otis Redding song. Did you know that? Mm-mm. And then the Otis Redding version is pretty this, sick. I mean, I know I'm going to get crucified for this in the comments and on the message boards, but I honestly don't know very much about that song at all. Oh. I'm going to be honest. Like, <laughs> I just don't know that much about that song. I think I like either listened to a podcast about it or watched a show about it or something because I know a lot about that song and I don't care about the Black Crows at all. <laughs> Why do you know a lot about that song? I'm telling you because I either listen, listen to a podcast, podcast or, or watch a show. That's my guess. <laughs> Pretty little thing, let me light your candle. Doesn't it? Hey, sound pretty thing, let me light your candle. Doesn't the Black Crows version sound like Aerosmith, kind of? Yeah. Is or did Aerosmith also cover it? I could see why you would think that. I don't think Aerosmith ever covered it. But they, it's like, you yeah, you can see why I would think that. Yeah. Oh, the Otis Redding one's really good. 
You can imagine anyway. what it'd be like. Remember, remember Bo Bice? I think he had a version of it. Is that one of the Bice girls? <laughs> this is Sporty Bice, Bo Bice, <laughs> Ginger Bice. You don't know Bo Bice. <laughs> Oregano Bice. Uh, Bo Bice was on American Idol. Oh, and he ha- I think he oh, sang that he have song. Long hair. Yeah, he, he thought was he, he was like. Was he one of the first sort of rocker type guys? Yeah, he was. He was on it. And this is weird. He was on it the same year. He was on it. Sorry, he was on it the same year that um, that Boston Red Sox won their first World Series in recent times. Oh, nice. <laughs> so that was that like 2004 or something yeah yeah what's 2004 so. yeah 2004 it was him sanjaya was on it that dude um constantine morales was on it yeah constantine <laughs> we watched that season i think <laughs> that was like the only season i actively watched who won it though oh, bo bice has not remember. aged well That, that was season me. three. Dang, you know who won it? Let me tell you. Fantasia Barino. Oh, Fantasia. Fantasia Barino. Bo Bice, in recent pictures, looks like he forgot how to smile. Like, he looks stuff? like, remember remember in Terminator 2, when, uh, when uh, Edward Furlong is trying to teach the Terminator the t-800 how to smile that's what bo bice looks Wait, like no, in this, this is not it must be the 2005 season that i'm thinking of yeah i was gonna say because i don't think i think i was like married or engaged at that point because so it's not is the year after fantasia do you remember sanjaya he was great all right. Oh, dude, let me tell you who. Well, Sanjaya was the same. Wasn't Sanjaya t- the same year as, uh, oh, crap. Who was that kid from Utah? I can't think of his name. Anyone on a mission? Oh, that David. Yeah, Archuleta. That was season five. All right, so okay. season four. Let me read you the people and see how many you remember. Lindsay Cardinale. Oh, yeah, I love her. You did not remember her. Michaela Gordon. You did not remember her. Jessica Sierra. Nico Smith, Nadia Turner, Anwar Robinson. I don't know any of these people so far. Constantine Maroulis. Remember him? Yeah. Scott Sable, who was like this weirdo. Anthony Fedorov, Von Zell Solomon. I don't know any of these people. I think Anthony Bo Fedorov Bice. played for the Red Wings, didn't he? <laughs> yes. Bo Bice. And you know who beat Bo Bice in the final? Who beat Bo Bice? Who beat... <laughs> hey, who beat Bo Bice? Carrie Underwood. Oh, bro. I've heard of her. Better believe I heard of her. It, that's the weird thing about American Idol is you have like Kelly Clarkson, Carrie Underwood, and the rest. I guess Clay Aiken, who didn't even win. But the thing, the thing that's crazy though, is that like Kelly Clarkson, that was season one, and uh, I mean I guess it makes sense that like you would find the best talent in season one, maybe, but not necessarily. Cause you're, you're still seeing like such a small percentage of people. I mean, Kelly, but like, Carrie Underwood's I would, good, but I Kelly Clarkson's voice the... and 
this is not debatable, Aaron. I want you to know this. Right. Her voice is so much better than any other American Idol contestant ever. Kelly Clarkson? Yeah. Yeah, she's like, really good. She's like on another level, you know. It, yeah, I mean, yeah. Carrie Underwood's very good. But you know what I'm saying? Like Carrie it's crazy Underwood's... that the very first season they found like this amazing talent, you know. And then there were plenty of other yes. seasons where even the winner was just like, oh, "You're a good singer, you know." Probably yes, singing church. No, and absolutely. Stuff. Like they're not actually a star. Yeah, they're not like some generational talent or whatever. I don't think Carrie Underwood is nearly as good as Kelly Clarkson. No. Kelly she has Clarkson's the benefit like, of being country, which makes her instantly more popular. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, okay, I, I would say Carrie Underwood is arguably the the most, like, the 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 most famous of any. It, would you guys agree with that? No, Kelly Clarkson's more famous than Carrie Underwood. But, well, but okay, Carrie uh, Underwood is, I, is more marketable than Kelly Clarkson, probably. Uh, but you might I feel be right. Like, I mean, like, yeah. it's at least, it, it's at least, it's not, it's not. They're probably about equal, they're I very would say. similar, yeah. Here is my metric. Are you ready? Um, Radio, the, the number of radio hits. Now, I'm not sure. I feel like Carrie Underwood has every album she comes out with. There's like one or two recognizable songs from every album she's come out with. <laughs> but she's like on country radio, which is not the yeah. same. I know. And I don't even listen to country radio. And I have so, all all of those hits in my head. Okay, How many so, Carrie Underwood songs can you name? Carrie Underwood songs. Um, Jesus hates the wheel. That's one. Okay, there's the one. one. I'm going to say. Headlight? Is that Carrie Underwood? Or yeah. is that... I dug my key into the side. Um, I don't even know my last name. Last you name. don't listen. You make country radio. How do you not listen to country radio? You sound like a country singer. His last name. He, she knows her own last name. No, she doesn't, dude. That's the point of the freaking song. She wakes oh, up in she Vegas. She's confused. She doesn't know her last name because she realizes she was married the night before oh. on a bender. Don't. If I've learned anything from this podcast, it's not to argue with Phil about Carrie Underwood Cannon. Apparently. I <laughs> thought it was just like she hooked up with some dude and she's like, man, I don't even know him that well. I don't even know his last name. It's I didn't that know they plus. Married. Then she realizes, then she, the last, the, that's the point of the story. The point of the story of the song is, uh-oh, I don't know this guy very well, but wait a minute, I've got a ring on my finger. Oh, no, I don't know my last name. Was she married a dude? That's a crazy yes. Wait, she name. married a dude? <laughs> oh, I okay, did not know Okay, so here, Phil, how many records do you think Carrie Underwood has sold? Total. Oh, uh, like... Units? No, just records. <laughs> okay, but like, when you say sold, do you mean how many has she put out, or are you talking about like what are you number talking of sales? About? How many records has she sold, Phil? Yes, he know. means units, not like how many, not not how many records albums. has she made. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she sold seven um, records. Our first one was. Uh... <laughs> I mean it in the way that literally everyone who's ever said that over the last 50 years means it. <laughs> Shut so. up. 
Um, okay. Here, here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm wondering if. Um, I'm wondering if. Uh, oh, I forgot. Daughtry. Kelly Clarkson. Daughtry had a has big oh, yeah. song. Here, here's my guess: Has Kelly Clarkson sold more units but put out less albums? No, reverse Is, that. Oh, really? Yeah. Kelly Clarkson's probably. You're overthinking it. Just give Fewer a guess. Albums. I just want to guess of how many albums she sold. I don't know. I'm really bad at this. Who are we guessing now? Tell me. Carrie Underwood. What are the numbers? Give oh, me the Carrie figures. Underwood. 65 million. Wait, what? Total Carrie Underwood's 65 million. You guys million. are being such... We're being a total Carrie Underwood right now. <laughs> where, where do you see that? Because I'm looking and it says... I know. 16.8 million. That's worldwide, Aaron. It's oh, not worldwide. just America. There are other countries in the world. Worldwide. Okay. Okay. You're right. I did not think about worldwide. You racist uh, piece of trash. There are other, you used to live like right next to one. <laughs> I used to live right next to worldwide. <laughs> to worldwide. Okay. Now guess how many Kelly Clarkson has sold. 72. <laughs> 65. <laughs> Not even joking. <laughs> the same? Yeah, they're the same number. But the, no. here's the crazy thing. So on the Carrie Underwood thing, it says she she remains the best-selling album artist from American Idol with a total of 16.3 million albums sold in the United States. But then you go to Kelly Clarkson, and it says she's sold 50 million records in the United States. So who knows what to believe here? Weird. I'm looking at this, and it says Kelly Clarkson has only sold 50. 14.3 million in the United States. Yeah. It's free. You don't know who to trust anymore. <laughs> the right. The, I, they had the accurate numbers on there and then YouTube took them down because they don't want you to know them. <laughs> it's because it's too true. Too true. Mon frere. Okay. <laughs> but they're, but the, the upshot of all of this is that they're Kelly equally Clarkson famous and Carrie Underwood are very much on the same level. Very similar. But and it's a big drop to the next. Yeah, but then you have to also factor in that Kelly Clarkson has like TV stuff that she's done beyond just the music. Like she's also now on The Voice. Yeah, and she like hosts the Grammys and stuff. Totally, but Carrie Underwood like sang the oh, she intro had, to she had Monday Sunday Night, night football. football, or was it Monday night or Sunday Sunday night? It was Sunday night because she took over for um, that other blonde lady with long legs. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, Faith Megan Hill. Kelly. Faith Hill. Oh. Do you think Ruben stuttered? No, they literally says, like. <laughs> they did literally, I stuttered? <laughs> literally, Faith Hill aged out, and they brought in Carrie Underwood as a direct replacement. <laughs> oh my gosh! I bet people, some people, didn't even notice. Probably that's not. like a straight. That's a straight swap. That's crazy. That's a one for one. Faith Hill was way better though. So her first album, though. Well, I guess Breakaway, okay. Yeah, they both had an album that sold about 7 million, and then all the rest of them have sold yeah. like a million or around there. I mean, it's pretty crazy how similar they are, actually. That is crazy. Huh. But. Kelly Cl or Carrie Underwood has become like pretty much like a linear downfall from beginning to end. Yeah. 
Why? Okay. We're looking at the same Wikipedia. Article. Like if you look at her her album stats, like seven point four, three point four, two point three, one point eight, seven hundred fifty two, five hundred thirty four thousand. Hmm. So it's like oh. what you're saying is she needs a hit. It is kind of crazy too, because yeah. like, would anyone? I don't think anyone on the planet would say that Carrie Underwood has a better voice than Kelly Clarkson. And if they no. did, I will fight them. I'm telling you, she gets a huge <laughs> boost she because have she a... is country. Yeah, exactly. And people like country music. And there's I like mean, a people huge... Like pop I mean, it's like... Too, but... It's like hip-hop, too. Like, there are plenty of people who just only listen to hip-hop. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of people who okay, but... listen to all kinds of music, but country is very much that way. That, like, I... that's just the only thing I listen to. I annoy myself with with how how much I like have an aversion to country music. Um and I I genuinely like a number of her songs. Yeah, I mean she's and fine. Kelly Clarkson I feel like is is not does not put out the the catchy I the bet there are more songs heard? that are by Kelly Clarkson that you don't know are actually since Kelly you've been Clarkson. gone. Yeah. Since you've been gone was like twelve years, fifteen years ago. But she still made it. Yeah. It's yes. Very catchy and song. what has she done lately? Okay, I'll tell you this: Kelly Clarkson, the one that this was a freaking great song just a couple years ago. I think it's called "Love So Soft." That song is freaking great. Just admit that you love country music, Phil. So How about soft. behind these hazel eyes? Because of you, I mean, I'm not, I'm not you arguing like for all the, from the same not, album. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not arguing for like w- any of these being good or not. I'm just saying that like they both put out very catchy pop songs that get played a ton. You know. Yes. Since you been gone, did you know the actual name of the song just has a capital U? Yeah, of That's course. Terrible. It was like 2002 or whatever. Ugh. I don't like that. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> that album, that whole album is freaking good. Breakaway. I love it. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, man. But like, I don't know why. I think it's called My Life Would Suck Without You. I don't like that song. You don't like it's it? not that good. Yeah, it's not great. But you can't deny that she sings well. On the sweater song isn't great, but the blue album's still amazing. Her minus is no hit. Would suck with like piece by piece. Have you heard that song? Piece by piece. Piece by piece. I'll be honest. I actually don't recognize most of the songs on Breakaway. I bet I would if I heard them. But I know that many of them were very catchy hits. And I'll sing the hook for all of them. I'm gonna try to remember them. Is wait, there's a song called Gone and one called Since You've Been Gone? Yep. What's Gone? I don't know. It's a oh. song by Kelly Clarkson. Is American Idol still a thing? Um, yeah. Yeah, they just moved to a new network. They're on Fox now. Weren't they always on Fox? Mm, or maybe they're on NBC. No, they were on were they on Fox? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought they were on ABC. You thought um, wrong. Yeah, I have no idea. Are, then. are they the one that, that just like just started again like during quarantine? Like they're doing a like a Zoom version? 
That sounds terrible. Of the show? I don't know. People, it's mm. just okay if some of these things don't exist for a little while, you know? <laughs> or like, ever I again. I know there's all That's these rich true, people that aren't making as much money as they used to, but, like, it's okay. We don't need American Idol for a couple Oh, of here you go. It goes, you know you did it. I'm gone to find someone to live for in this life. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. The sun the bridge that I'm going to burn. You were wrong. If you think you could walk right through that door, that is just so you coming back when I finally moved on. I'm already gone. I don't. She kind that's of lost gone. The there. That's gone. I wish it's a good it was song. Gone. That's a really good song. I don't listen to it right now. I don't I'm really gonna put it in. That I'll be honest. Oh, uh, it's a deep cut, for sure. It's, it's an album track. Sure. It is an album track, but it's a really good one. It's one of the best songs on the album. Oh, dude, I don't. I forgot how much I like that album. <laughs> <laughs> It's like hey, a really good I, album. If I told you to guess, like, hey, going into this podcast, <laughs> what album do you think we're going to talk about? And Aaron's going to be super like, nostalgic about it and realize how much he loved it. Remember we talked about <laughs> R.E.M. earlier? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what's better than Night Swimming? Gone by Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> it's true. Here's a, here's a little uh, inside baseball for you. You know oh. who co-wrote a lot of the songs on this album? is Cara Diogardi, who later became a judge on American Idol. Oh. Yep. She was the one they added the fourth judge. It was her. She was the first fourth judge? Yeah, the first fourth judge. I remember this, and she's like, she is like a, a co-author of like... Yeah, she's a big-time like songwriter. Like so many freaking hits. Uh, a ton. Like, she's probably, of all the people on that show, Paula Abdul, it's so funny because she's probably, like, the least influential person on that that was on the, like, of the four, right. original four. Which is also hilarious because, like, who before that knew who Randy Jackson was, but it turns out yeah, no he one is did. actually very influential. Or Simon Cowell, like, no one knew who that guy was. Yeah, and he's, like, insanely powerful in the music industry. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, way more powerful than he should be. They're like, we're going to get actually actual powerful music people and then we're going to get someone that people know exactly all abdul because <laughs> then when people were like yeah randy jackson he was the bassist for who who journey he played bass for journey oh yeah <laughs> i don't think he was the original bassist, yeah. but so it's like why is he on there it's like actually he deserves to be there more than paul abdul does but it's just nobody knew it at the time yeah <laughs> yeah but my guess is like I'm assuming that they, when they were putting the show together, they were like, who's like super weird to hang out with at parties? <laughs> oh, Paul Abdul. You think, She'd be really funny on TV. You think that's what happened? Or do you think they were just like, we need some, we need a star. And then they just started going down the list. And then she was the first one that said yes. Yeah, exactly. How crazy is no, it? No, I think. You think, I think they sought they, her out because she was weird? <laughs> no, I think that they wanted somebody who would be a good mix with mean Simon Cowell. And they want somebody who is nice and weird. I mean, I think <laughs> as well as a star. I think genuinely, all they cared about was having somebody that would give them cachet. That, yeah, that would like bring viewers immediately. Which is funny to think that at some point Paula Abdul, 
that American Idol wanted Paula Abdul to bring them notoriety, you know? Well, yeah, because what's funny is now she's probably way more known for American Idol than yeah, for exactly. Like, been wait, a she was a she was a singer, straight up. Yeah, she but was I, a singer. My That's guess is when the show started, she was kind of a forgotten. She w- was like oh, forgotten, yeah. but not like forgotten. You know, what she I mean? was gone, but not forgotten. Yes. <laughs> I like think she was forgotten. She was not. not she was not like in the public consciousness. But then when she brought her back, it wasn't like people were like, "Who's that?" It the was like, "Oh yeah, Paula Abdul." Yes, because she had hits. I yes, I know. The Two steps forward, thing, one step which, back. Which show Office was it? Attract. Which show was it that Ben Folds was one of the judges on? Uh, he was on like a a new one. X something was that the one with um Howard Stern and Howie Mandel? Because Ben Folds has. You're thinking of um, America's but, Got Talent. They all blend together to me. It, like Ben Folds has an amazing voice, but I wouldn't think that like the general public would think that about him or even know who he is. I guess uh, Ben Folds Five was really popular though. Ben but. Folds was on a show called The Sing Off with Nick okay. Lachey, <laughs> Jewel. Let me tell you the hosts <laughs> okay. of this show. All right, dude. Sean Stockman, who's apparently a record greatest producer. point guard of all time. <laughs> oh, did you say John Stockton? <laughs> also, he was a member of Boys to Men. Sean oh, okay. Stockman. Then you got Jewel. She was on there for two years. Uh, Patrick Stump was on there for a year. Who that is? Patrick Stump is the singer from Fallout Boy. Oh, okay. Uh, then you Isn't had Nicole Scherzinger. Fallout Boy that their music sounds like it does now. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Scherzinger, who is from um, Pussycat Dolls. Say it again. Pussycat Dolls? No. Nicole Scherzinger? Nicole Scherzinger? Scherzinger. 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 How do you say it? Scherzinger. How do you say it? Scherzinger. Your skin is falling off your bones. It's Scherzinger. Scherzinger. <laughs> Nicole Scherzinger. Whatever. Scherzinger. Yes, also Ben Folds and then Sarah Bareilles was on there for a little bit. That's an interesting group. I've never seen, I don't think I've ever watched that show. I don't so I don't know like the conceit of it. This this could have been a game. You you could have made a game out of celebrity guess the, judges. Guess the celebrity judges. Yeah. Let's oh, dude, that. you just list the judges and you have to like name the show that they were on. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll give you one. <laughs> okay, good. Kelly Clarkson. Okay. Adam Levine. Well, this, I mean, uh, the Voice. Yes. Oh, you got it. Was Kelly Clarkson the original host? No, you got to say the show, and then you have to try and guess the hosts. Maybe, yeah. Oh too many no, I'll never be able to do too that. Too many people. There's too many people in the world. I've been all saying right, this dude, for a long name time. Name all the hosts from The Voice. CeeLo Green. Okay, he was one. Blake Shelton. Okay. Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Uh huh. Christina Aguilera was at yep. some point. Yep. Uh. Seal. You already said no. No seal. Seal oh. Low Green. <laughs> Seal O Green. <laughs> that sounds like a Seal O Green. Like something that you'd buy at the home and garden store. I thought right it was now. like a, an Irish guy. <laughs> it's like Seal fertilizer O-Green. for your flowers. Oh, O Green. Seal O Green. Uh, did we still not guess all of them? You did not. Not even close. Oh, there have been a lot. <laughs> Who were the original four though? It was Seal O Green. Oh, Ad- Sheldon. Well, Adam Levine. The original was Christina Aguilera, Seal O Green, Adam Levine, and Blake Shelton. Yeah. So we got those. Kelly Clarkson. Uh, do we know these people's names? Yeah. So let me tell you who else has been on Somebody there. Somebody does. 
Shakira has been a host. One of the judges, I mean. Usher has been a judge. Usher. Really? Yeah. Because they have Usher? to have a black guy and they have to have a girl, so they just switch out black guys and girls. Not even joking. <laughs> yeah. And Blake Sheldon's they always there. Out Blake Sheldon and Adam Christine Levine Ag- are always there. Yeah. yeah they, they switched they, out Christine Aguilera for- For uh, Kelly Clarkson. Gwen, and then Gwen Stefani. And then Gwen Stefani. And then Miley Cyrus was on there once. Um, Pharrell Do, Williams a, has also been in the black guy chair. Is it a requirement that Blake Sheldon has to marry or date whoever the girl is? No. It only happened once. Who's he married oh. to? I thought he was married to like Faith Hill or something. He, Gwen Stefani? No, he was married to um, Miranda Lambert for a long time, but now he's with Gwen Stefani. I, I don't know if that happened before stuff. or after they were on the show together, though. To I think honest. they met on the show. You think so? That's weird. And then usually people end up sleeping on with shows. people they meet on like so th- on the dance off or whatever. So you think yeah, this is dance. that's why I don't go on TV shows because I don't want to sleep with anyone <laughs> that I meet. That's why no. What if you on went on a show with your with wife? You. What? If I was on the show with my wife, yeah, sure. Yeah. What if you were? What if you were put on a show with your committed bride? Oh, that'd be great. But like I already nice. sleep with her occasionally. Gross. <laughs> no offense. World. <laughs> Some taken. <laughs> um, TV shows. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I know about that. Um, <laughs> this has been The Voice. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. This has been the Kelly Clarkson hour. <laughs> Come full circle because she was also on that show. Carson Daly. Remember when Carson Daly just hosted yeah, TRL and that was it? And remember and when he TRL was like, was like enormous? One of the most influential men on the planet. Yeah, dude. He was awful. He dated Tara Reid. That's how cool he was. Dude. And then Tara Reid accused Reeds? Joe Biden of all those horrible things. <laughs> there are two Tara Reeds. Oh, one is R-E-I-D. What? One is R-E-A-D-E. Yeah, because yeah, the R-E-I-D was the one who was like friends with Paris Hilton or whatever. Yes. Yeah. What? Okay. It's yeah. not the same? No, I didn't yeah. think it was. <laughs> this whole R-E-D-E, time I've been going, right? wow. Yeah. Yes. You know what's what I hate when people named Tara pronounce her name Tara? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want to meet someone who pronounces their name Sara. Sara? Oh, that's funny. Thank you. What about Tara? Oh, can I tell you something? There's something terrible. When my brother got married... His, um, his, the first time, his, <laughs> I guess she was his wife at one point, but <laughs> she had two bridesmaids. Well, she had several bridesmaids, like three or four, but two of them, one was named Karen and the other one was named Karin. And apparently both of them were really sensitive about it. And like, if you call them by the wrong name, they would get very upset. Jeez. It probably didn't help that he was married to someone with the other pronunciation. Oh, no, her I, her name was Sarah, but she had friends named Karen and Karen. I'm like, that is Sarah, oh, okay, Karen, okay. Karen. Sorry, the two I, bridesmaids were named Kara and Karen. I thought you were saying he's married to two different. But okay, oh no, like, that would be crazy. <laughs> if your name, if your name's Karen and someone calls you Karen, like yeah, I could see that being weird. But if your name's Karen, like you don't have the right to be offended at someone calling you Karen, because that's a name that's been established, yeah, throughout history. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. Can you imagine, though, if your friends, like your name's Karen and her name's Karen and your friends? I can't I would hate imagine that. that. I can't imagine. 
Can't imagine having either of those names. Wait, is Karen the name of the girl that Jim dates on The Office? Yeah, Karen. A Filippelli. Sad. Poor Karen. Probably Italian. Possibly Filipino. <laughs> I love that line. It's like, wow, you you look so exotic. Was your dad was your a dad GI? A GI? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my it's gosh. Terrible. She's like, no, my dad was Quincy Jones, ho. That's the real life story. That's the true story, yeah. It's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I think she knew her whole life, too. It wasn't like a Liv Tyler situation where she thought, I don't, as far as I know, Rashida Jones never thought that Todd Rundgren was her, her actual dad. <laughs> Wait, this brings up an interesting point. Did Liv Tyler, well, did she go by Liv Lundgren before then? <laughs> <laughs> Laugh, love, live and let Lundgren. <laughs> If you don't oh, get busy living, living let Lundgren. Live Lundgren. That sounds like some, like, you know, like something you'd have in bed on a pillow. Phil, you have a game? I think it's time. Oh, one other thing I wanted to say about uh, the rubber neck. Did you notice? Did you notice oh, did how we... the, the pedal shipped with all the knobs turned all the way down? Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Is that weird? I wonder. I wonder if pedal manufacturers like. I mean, obviously DoD paid attention to that, but I wonder if all of them do, or if they just send them out with just random placement. You know. Yeah, I don't know. So, to all the pedal manufacturers who listen to this show, write in and tell us. <laughs> Sorry, so cycleslum at gmail dot com. It's Rundgren, and she was born Liv Rundgren. She and then she changed her name to Liv Tyler. <laughs> That sucks. Liv Rundgren is such a good name. It just rolls off the tongue. You got Liv Rundgren. <laughs> Liv Rundgren. <laughs> All right. It's time. If you don't live Grun- Lundgren, you're going to die. Sundgren. Trying. Are you okay, Phil? All right. How are you doing? Let's no. go. Let's get some pedals reviews. Okay. 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 <laughs> are you Dick McCalkin? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Better stop. All right. This uh this review is by uh Epony, eponymous 47 it's a one star review you said that as if eponymous is just a word okay okay keep going sorry I'm saying lots of words Cool. <laughs> can you just say like a normal person though <laughs> nope okay this is a one star review eponymous titled, is like it's mighty mouse's cousin Please creak. Mouse. <laughs> Titled Wait, wait. Very where's the best where's the best place to find a flea? Um, um upon a mouse. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I know, but it's stupid. Okay. This review is titled Very Disappointed, Troubleshooting Included. Reviewed 
in the United States, June 9th, 2016. Love it or leave it. Received a faulty unit from Gear Tree. Regardless of what mode the mode dial was set to, after 15 seconds of playing, the mode would spontaneously <laughs> and inevitably switch to detune course like sound for 10 seconds then permanently to s bend what? no effect until pressing the pedal no effects then whammy effect needless to say this was an instant deal breaker and i have requested to return the unit very disappointed troubleshooting included different amps different cables different guitars battery change i mean using unit only using using unit with only battery using unit plugged in with battery using unit plugged in without battery <laughs> nothing changed kept spontaneously switching between modes un- until it stayed on s on s bend mode arguably the least usable mode <laughs> refund pending Okay, so like some of those things make sense, right? Let me try with the power supply or battery. Yeah. But then it's like, I'm going to change the amp. Maybe that like, will like, stop I this thing from switching settings. I appreciate the fact that he says he did his due diligence. But yeah, like nobody was going to say, well, did you try it with multiple guitars? <laughs> did you try, did you try using guitars? a different My amp? different guitars sometimes switch my pedals into different modes. <laughs> or like, <laughs> try, try a different speaker. Maybe like you're using the wrong cabinet with that head. Yeah, that's what's affected. It's, it's oh, the, you have a yeah, cream back cab. Did you try a cream back. <laughs> okay, any guesses? What has detune and s? What is the other one? S bend. S word. S bend. It's a digital. Some kind of digital like coursey uh, delay modulation pedal. Delay. Oh, is it a delay pedal? No. Is it it's a mod just like straight pedal? modulation. It's not straight modulation. It's bent. It says it right there. In the so screen. what I mean is like the mode is affecting the entire thing, not just like part of a different effect. Does that make sense? Phil, are you there? I'm not sure I know how to answer that. Is it a so like if you have pedal? a, you can have a delay pedal and you could like change the mode of some of the modulation on the repeats, but it's still a delay pedal. Versus, like, if you have a multi-effects pedal and you change it from delay to reverb, it actually yeah. changes the complete effect. Okay. Is it the former or the latter? This is not... The... This... <laughs> this is a modulation pedal. <laughs> okay, thank you. I wish we had just let him answer that question five minutes ago. <laughs> Super helpful. Instead of going down that insane rabbit hole. <laughs> Uh, hmm. D two foot switches. It has one foot switch. Wait, how many modes does it have? Ooh, okay. It has one, two, three, four, five. What? And read them, please. <laughs> you sounded really nervous about having to count all the way up to five, Phil. <laughs> You're like, oh, jeez, I don't know. See, man. There's really no way of knowing. What uh, is it it's just? because all the things are smashed together. Is it just a single type of modulation? No, you got detune, you got S-bend. 
But is that just a different kind setting for kidding. one? Like, is it just a phaser that only has those deals? Hmm. Well, can we hear all the modes? Maybe that will be helpful. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. Sorry. S bend, detune, pitch shifter, major, minor. Oh, is it a so some uh, kind of like octave or yeah? Multi, is it a what do you call it? Drop Digitech drop. It is not a Digitech drop. Are we on the right track though? Is it some kind of some kind of octavey? What's that pedal we talked about recently? We talked about the brain something. The TC oh, electronic yeah, brain waves. Is it brain waves? Is it that? No. Is it how much does it cost? Uh, it is selling for a hundred and forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Hmm. Is it from a brand that we would recognize? Yes. Is it a pedal that we would recognize? I I don't know. Is it electro harmonics? No. That's a lot for electro. Is it is it a boutique kind of brand? No. I mean, it's only 150 bucks. That's not like a ton of money. Yeah. Especially for a digital pedal. Is it Boss? Yes. Oh. Is it is the it? Harmonist? Yes. The Boss Harmonist? Is the Boss Harmonist. Nice. That sounds like someone... Like, man, I'm so tired of all these harmonists doing harm to people. <laughs> harmonists. It's like a racist, but just harms people. Guys, it's okay. Do no harmonists. It's okay. There's no harmonists. <laughs> <laughs> My school's approach to uh, online learning is, first and foremost, do no, do no harmonists. Do no harmonist. Oh, it's got three voices, and then it also has different keys, and then it also has modes. That sounds like a cool pedal. Does it have? Does it work like at mic level too? No, I don't think so. It's just for guitar. Yeah, it's just line. I'm just trying to come up with ideas for Phil. <laughs> Phil, by the way, have you set up a GoFundMe to offset your income loss from not being able to gig? <laughs> Are you getting PPP for it? You know with PPP? Um, no, but I was. <laughs> yeah, you know me. But I was approached by a local venue. Um, to do who's a Zoom trying concert? to start? Hmm. To do a Zoom concert? Yes. <laughs> oh nice. man! And you turned it down. Well, I, I haven't. I I need to. Uh, you know, up. I need to think about you gotta it. Got to do the deal. Yeah. I, I hear you. The Boss PS6 Harmonist. Very nice. Yep. That's the one. <laughs> well, that was fun. guess we can all agree that that was the pedal. Let's hear another one. Okay. <clears throat> it's only 150 bucks. All right. This is a five-star review by Thomas Paine. Interesting. Titled. I didn't know he was still around. Nails. Vintage cranked. Tube amp sounds amazing. Reviewed in the United States on March 8th, 2020. Ooh, not too long ago, you guys. Ooh. Right before the uh, S, <laughs> right before the S hit the F, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Ooh, sounds way worse when you say I know. F like that. <laughs> sounds somehow sounds a hundred times worse. <laughs> Incredible pedal. 
It really emulates the sounds of vintage cranked up Marshall Fender Vox amps. Oh, Marshall Fender Vox amps? Very dynamic response as well. Built like a tank. Recommended the Oh, recommend the custom mo- model for extra tone tweaks. Also recommend watching online videos. Yeah, uh, I, I recommend online videos too. Brand <laughs> name has several posts on YouTube and has suggested settings in the manual and on their site for certain sounds. And be prepared to spend some time studying the owner's manual as this ain't no tube screamer. It is more complicated to operate and does need to be played with a bit with a bit to watch oh played with a bit to match input side amp it's being used with. But reward is T O N E. Having said all that, make sure you watch the vids first to make sure this is what you're after. It is great, phenomenal really at what it does, but it's probably not the best choice for death metal, etc. etc. Though they did just release a higher gain version if that's what you're after. Interesting. Is so it there's a, a high gain version, there's a deluxe version. Is it an amp sim? Or custom version. Custom version. Is it like an amp sim type pedal or is it just a drive pedal? That was a question for you, Phil. Does it appear to be hinting at like specific amp models, or is it just kind of more general drive, etc.? Gain tone. These are all very relevant questions. They seem like they wouldn't be that hard. Is it to one answer. of those JoYo American something something? It's not a JoYo. Is it on that same, is it, am I thinking along the right lines there? Does it have a switch that, like, switches between Vox, Fender, and Marshall style? Uh, no. But it does, but they're just not called that, or there's no switch at all? Uh, well, there is, there is nothing labeled, um, uh, like, American and British and whatever. Right. There's 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 one section called valve rectifier. There's another section, um, and you uh, can like choose the tubes that you have in there. Silicon rectifier. Can you choose? Is there a way oh. to choose which tubes it's modeling? No. So it's it's a switch that goes between valve and silicon. No, or there's each it's, one, and what are those things? <laughs> is it a switch or a knob or what? Uh, it. Oh, jeez. So the thing it looks like valve rectifier. What is it? I think these are no. There are different knobs, okay, sections on the pedal. There's a lot going on on this pedal, you guys. Is it the next Solid Studio? No, it oh, seems crap. like it's European though. Hey, if you're American when you go in the bathroom. Not American. Um I think oh, I think I know what pedal this is. Crap. It is like an amp sim pedal though. I don't know why that is that really that hard to say. Well, now that I'm look okay, 
I'm sorry. There's a lot going on here. It almost seems like if you came up with these ahead of time, you could have a minute or two to look at them. (laughs) There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, but what what's going on is what we need to know. Okay. Let me tell you this. There are, there appears to be, Seventeen knobs. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. is it the? Oh crap! It it just came out. It's that crazy. It's that one that freaking Luke or Tim got. Uh, the simplifier. So is it the simplifier? There's nothing simple about this thing. No, that it is not called a simplifier. Are we on the right track? Is that a something like it? Does it have an XLR out? No. But but it is very much just an amp sim pedal, right? Um, I, I feel like it, it is a drive pedal, but is it very expensive? Oh, is it the Ethos? It is not the oh, Ethos. Remember is it that very one? Expensive. It is very expensive. Is it that one? Um, they make compressors. Oh. That oh origin is it from Origin Effects? Yes. Oh my God, I don't know the name of it though. I can. See, it has like orange. That knobs. sound of me <laughs> typing isn't me looking up the pedal, but is it the or- Origin Effects Revival Drive Hot Rod Edition? Revival pedal? Drive. Oh, the Hot Rod yes. is the high, drain, the high gain one. Holy oh my gosh, crap. it's like six hundred bucks or something. That pedal's ridiculous. I I am shocked at how many knobs and switches they put on. Jeez, and an it's tiny. It's like small. a normal double sized pedal. And and look at how close the knobs are together. Like <laughs> you, you can't you get your fingers those? around them. Oh, so the that one is the custom one. The regular one. So is the difference like... between the custom one and the not custom one is switches on the like the toe. No, the not custom one only has like six knobs on it, though. Yeah, it's the Cali seventy. Well, it's small. they make the Cali no, no, no. 76. There's a difference. Okay, but there's a difference between there's one. There's the the okay. So there's the revival drive. Yeah, the revival drive overdrive. compact is the six knob one because there's also uh, a revival drive that's not compact. Right, sedan. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Compact. I was thinking Dude, that was the regular. That thing is because there's wild. okay. So should I buy there's it? one that has even more switches and adjustments on the toe of the pedal. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> Wait on the like on the on the front. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. Holy it's wild. There's cow. like a plate protecting the switches. That's there's really like cool. Two. <laughs> I don't even like like it doesn't have enough. What? for you earth just make the pedal a little bit bigger guys it doesn't need to be that small come on it's pretty cool i wonder what it sounds like freaking talk to sean wright oh okay and now i'm really curious i know this is stupid but like i mean at the top there's there's a oh my gosh there's a foot switch in out Mm -hmm. or out um but then there's like tiny little oh, there's dip switches too. There's tiny little dip switches. What do those do? <laughs> I have no idea. It says on one, two, three. I love that that's just like 
mono in and out and it's like the top if you forget the dip switches the top is remarkably simple compared to the rest of the pedal yeah right there's so many this pedal is ridiculous phil and i'm glad that you brought it to my attention yes you're welcome only 650 dollars the next time someone yeah. in Jatipa asks, like, hey, I'm looking for an amp that'll give me that box sound but is more expensive than an AC-15, just tell me get this thing. <laughs> but where's the Seriously. custom version? I don't see the custom anywhere on their website. Yeah. The custom yeah. is the switches on the on the toe. That one's just called I mean, Revival Drive, period. Uh, no, there's... There's revival drive ghost o- ghosting overdrive that has and then there's on the toe. revival drive custom ghosting overdrive and that's the one that has the the but toe. I'm looking at the regular revival drive and it has oh there's two pictures I see it's just like an option it's not a different pedal yeah that's why the price, okay but it's custom that's why the price has a range to it yeah I see I didn't go down far enough oh if you're in Australia it's eight hundred and thirty dollars so Australia so the the custom, those additional things the cost a hundred dollars more. Well, there's a hundred dollars more. Tell me, tell me again in the review really. what he says is then the custom version. Um. Uh. Okay. Just tell me, Phil. Uh, Rec- recommended the recommend the custom model for extra tone tweaks. Oh. Also recommend watching or online videos. I recommend online videos. That's my favorite part. Dude, that joke. Yeah. That joke got me. I recommend so good. online videos. Like yeah, dude. There's so many good ones. <laughs> I like to watch videos of these guys that just like turn wood on their lathe, you know? Make like bowls so, and crap. The foot, the foot stuff is all like EQ stuff. So there's like a shelf and a cut and uh, different frequencies that you can choose and modes to adjust them. Okay, now that the cat's out of the bag, can we each buy one this of is, these? This is <laughs> we can all buy one together. <laughs> this is and this is uh, on on this. It's it's calling it an a distortion slash overdrive pedal. Uh-huh. But would you call this? An amp sim. You're totally right. Like you're totally right yeah. to have hesitated on that question. It's it's I don't know. Like it's an amp in a box, maybe, but that's not that's very different from an amp sim. I mean, maybe it says okay. It does say in the description. It says built-in reactive speaker load. What? What? Solid state and valve styled rectifier channels. That doesn't make any sense. So like you can use it after your. But does that mean this has an amp in it? What's the reactive load? Why would it need a speaker load? I don't know what that... That makes no sense to me. Can I send me a sound response? Maybe we should watch the videos, you guys. (laughs) I recommend watching online videos. The the LED on it is like an amp jewel, too. Like a... Oh, that's great. I should just sell my deluxe reverb and buy this apparently. But see, it still says like the output says amp. Mm-hmm. Yes. It still is able to create. Oh, there's a, there's an amp jewel, but then there's also LEDs. I guess the reactive speaker load for is each meant side. 
is meant to uh, just emulate the way sim- that a speaker it's a simulated speaker. Yeah, load. exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wait, no, it says dual class. It has class A. Oh, preamp stages. While the phase inverter and push pull power amp stages, it doesn't have a. It's not a freaking power amp. No, it's it's, it's emulated. all emulated inside. Yeah. But then they talk. And about And you guys it were like, real. "Is this an amp sim?" And I was looking at all the freaking dis- no, like all the knobs. I was like, "You were I not in know. the wrong." And you guys were like, "Well, what's the problem? Just look at the thing." And I was like, "Ah, there's so much." <laughs> I mean, maybe it does have a reactive load, but I don't think it's reactive load that would actually like work with an amp. Like I would not yeah. plug my amp head into this. Yes, thing. it's not. It's not the same. It it is yeah. a load that's reactive, but it's not a speaker load. Yeah. On an actual amp. Mm-hmm. Wow, this thing actually looks pretty cool, though. <laughs> I know. So, so now number two is in like the surprises of this show. First of all, that we spent so much time talking about Kelly Clarkson Breakaway. <laughs> now that like, if you told me, hey, Phil's gonna do a guess that pedal review. And the pedal is going to be $650, and then you're actually going to want to buy it. <laughs> I don't want to buy it, but I definitely want to play it. I know. It's ridiculous. And actually, this is the first time that I've thought, oh, crap, I'm bummed that we're not going to go to NAMM this this year. Yeah. Well, but the thing that's weird, though, Phil, is Also, like- you were wrong. There's 23 knobs on, and switches on this thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> Aside no, from the foot switches. Yeah, there are. That's not including well, the bottom. No, he was either. just saying he was just saying knobs. That didn't include the switches. Yeah. Oh yeah, just I was knobs. saying knobs. Oh yeah, then you weren't wrong, but there are twenty three. You're right. I was not wrong. There are seventeen. Was, in other words, knobs. I was correct. <laughs> six. If you get the if you get the deluxe edition, there's eighteen knobs and ten, thirteen switches Damn. plus the foot switches. But here's like I still so it's don't only understand like 20, it's it still twenty two, bucks per thing. It has two LEDs in addition <laughs> to the jewel too. So like, if this isn't, I, I don't understand why you would, why you would put out a pedal that can so finely tune the sound of an amp, but then isn't an amp sim because then you're just gonna send it. You just have to send it through another amp. Yeah, I mean, no, I you're sending you could. you're sending it to a furfer. I don't think you are because no, then it it's just an amp a, sim. You I mean, still need says, a power amp. Well, yeah, obviously it okay, needs to be. You're amplified. sending it to a PA. But but I'm just saying, is it an actual amp sim, or is it meant to go to a guitar amp? Yeah. Or is no, it I meant to go to a furfur? I think it's meant to go into an amp. What if it's so. meant to go to an acoustic amp? <laughs> it's like your little fisherman. Six inch. <laughs> yeah. That's what they do all their demos For on. For busking. But maybe, I mean, it's, it is meant to emulate They use that little battery though. powered, the micro th- You guys, I think we need to watch the online videos. <laughs> I mean, I think we need to report back after it. watching the online videos. I okay. I bet you, I would bet you ten bucks that Adam Delhanik has played one of these, <laughs> right? Because I know he had like all the compressors at different oh, times. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true. He was big into the Cali. Like I legitimately suits. think he has has or has owned this, either owns or has owned this pedal. Only have a little foot switch you can get mid engage and blend overdrive. I can't blend override. Ooh. Yeah, that's what hey, I said. so you said overdrive, but I think guys, it's like you guys played any new override pedals recently. <laughs> Transparent quick tangent, quick tangent. The um, the little foot switch that um, that Leon made us. Uh-huh. Can we plug our? Can we plug 
that into our uh, rubberneck? I think so, yeah. I'm going to try it. And do what with it? <laughs> you could do tap tempo. But it already... So what What then does... It just I bet it gives has other you... things, too. Because the, te- the tap tempo does other... Like, you could probably change the the rubberneck rate or something like that. The FS3X does multiple things. But the FS3X has three switches on it. I understand right? that, but I'm just saying that if if they had enough things to fill up three switches, then certainly they could have enough things to fill up two switches. Okay. If we're trying to figure out what they could possibly do. All right. Okay. Well, last review of the day. All right. Of life. Okay, this is a four-star review by Bobby. Builder Bobby from Tulsa, Bobby. Oklahoma. Damn it, Bobby! Damn it, Bobby! Three oh, months ago. Builder Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Titled, "I've been waiting for this for thirty years." The review is as follows: Back in the eighties. A friend of mine had the old Roland guitar synth. I forget the model number, but the old blue one that required the special pickup. They were super cool units, but expensive and hard to come by. Kinda big, too. Now, here we are, 2020, and it's all in this compact pedal. Brilliant. I can now finally get those 80s King Crimson sounds without the the extra pickup, and the tracking is good too. All that and the new kind of sounds this thing can make makes it a super fun tool. Can't wait to start creating with it. Or is it the Boss SY300? I'm sorry, what? Is it the Boss SY1? Yes. Bro, you let him How'd interrupt you, know? you, Phil. Because it, you. I didn't. The whole point of I the SY one is that it is a rehoused, a redone version of that Roland pedal that you mentioned. Well, based on that, it sounds like this would be good for musical terrorism. Am I right? I mean, yeah. It's just like it turns your guitar into a synthesizer, basically. Yeah, it doesn't actually like modulate your signal. It's like the it's like the key, or like the, the so is it, it just takes the tack off or something. No, it's we watched. Remember we watched that dude at the booth play it. It analyzes the notes you're playing and then turns that into a synthesizer. It's like turning your guitar hmm. into a MIDI controller, basically. Yes. We watched Nick and Reinhardt play with this at the boss booth for like a few minutes at Nam. Hmm. So if you want like a synthesizer, oh, but you absolutely want this because it has like arpeggiators and stuff into it. <laughs> it is. It's a synthesizer that you control with your guitar. Is what it is. Cole was absolutely right. S Y one. You're just now looking it up. There's also an S Y three hundred. Which is like giant on steroids. Yeah, it's like a. It looks like that voice one that you were looking at the other day. Remember? 
Dude, speaking hmm. of the voice, can you guys name all the judges <laughs> around that show? <laughs> speaking of that voice one. Oh man. That this thing has been fun, cool you guys. Too. The SY1 looks really fun. Those are some good reviews, and I'm glad that we guessed all of them. Yeah, we did a great job of guessing all three of those. Yeah. Well, you guessed this, the one, the Revival Drive. Oh, you looked it up. <laughs> I did not guess that. <laughs> you looked it up. <laughs> I Googled it. Oh, man. I would never have remembered that name, I don't think. Okay, so here's – so it says uh, – the amp output in the in the owner's manual. Connect to your amp, power amp, mixer, or recording interface. Like, oh, thanks. Connect to something. Yeah, I'm so apparently wa- there are, like, settings video. where you could disable aspects of the amp sim or enable them, depending on if you're plugged into an amp or not. Oh, uh, yeah, amp that makes not. sense. Let me go on YouTube and watch a video as soon as we end this. Just, like, some Vine compilations. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going to watch. I've been watching a lot of um, Bon Appetit videos lately. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Bon Appetit is a cooking magazine and a website. That, that tracks. And they do videos. I've been watching a lot of this vi- these videos. This guy that plays hockey and he wears a GoPro on his head. Oh, sick. <laughs> it's pretty good, actually. <laughs> Here's an hour and a half or an hour long video from that pedal show. About the revival drive, yeah, revival drive. I bet that would be okay. So very informative. I'm gonna watch it. So it, yeah, if Origin Effects has review that pedal. It would be those guys, in my opinion. Yeah, Origin Effects YouTube channel has a video titled "12 Tube Amp Tones from One Pedal." Four. I guess that's not saying much. But here's the thing: like, really, guys, haven't we just like I don't know. Haven't we already cracked that nut? Isn't it good enough by now? Isn't just like a helix or something good enough? Do we really need to keep going further down that rabbit hole? I don't know about you, but I just want a prism. What's it called? Geo prism. Oh, I want. I want. I want this prism effects version of this. Yes, that's what I want. What is the prism no, effects? I want both of them. I want both. I want the custom ghosting overdrive and I want the Jackson audio, oh, the Jackson audio. prism. Oh, Jackson. Yes. I was like, what's and I want to stack them. Somehow I knew what you were talking about. I mean, cause they have a pedal called the prism. Somehow so. I manage. I'm going to stack them. I want both of them. Dude, which one are you going to put on top? Cause I think you, <laughs> dude, this one would actually would be a, a pretty base. good one. Cause it has so many knobs that it would be like a nice just, wide. It's surface. basically just flat. Yeah. <laughs> I want to stack them, and I want th- to play it through my uh, Line 6 Spider. Oh, dude, a Line 6 Spider? <laughs> that sounds great. I it ordered, does sound great. I ordered a Pod Go a while ago. Pod Go, Pod Go. And then I canceled it because <laughs> I realized I don't need that nonsense. You don't. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You don't Come need on, that guys. nonsense. Yeah, I paid nine. And cents. I say, ooh, I'm blinded by the light. Well, this has been a great episode. I really enjoyed it. Um, Phil, thank you for your service as a teacher during this during these unprecedented times. You're the real hero. People call these times unprecedented, but they are not. There has 
been definite precedent set over the centuries. And it was almost exactly a hundred years ago too, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. 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 I would say like an alien invasion is more unprecedented, right? Certainly. Well, yeah, I certainly don't have never heard of one actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's because YouTube keeps deleting the videos. Oh, dude, it's too true. (laughs) You should call it lie tube. I know exactly. (laughs) Or YouTube uh, is fake news. Freaking fake news. Freaking fake news. YouTube. All right, guys. With With their socialist agenda. Well, thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship, Phil. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Me, Cole. You don't think I did a good job? Cole, uh, Cole, Dick McCulkin. <laughs> See you next Cole. week. For Dick McCulkin, I'm Aaron. <laughs> <laughs>